Hello, BYU. My name is Hector Martinez, and I'm here studying communications. I'm a senior. I'm from New York. And I just want to welcome all of you guys to our podcast. It's called Open Up BYU, if you haven't already been listening. We made this podcast to start the difficult conversation around diversity and inclusion that we want more here on campus. We want to open up this discussion to everyone in order to resolve any misunderstandings and begin healing for anyone who has had a tough experience dealing with racial issues. We want to be able to encourage all of the students here, including our communication students and our pre-communication students, to really engage in their community and really engage in what this career has to offer for them and what they can offer this career. We have Spencer Norwang here on Valentine's Day to talk about the struggles ethnic minorities on campus face in dating. Spencer, could you introduce yourself for us? Yeah, I'm not going to be as official, but (laughs) my name is Spencer Norwang. I am studying public relations here at BYU. Um, I'm from Seattle, Washington. My family is actually Lao American. So what that means is um, during the Vietnam War in... um, they were from Laos, and so they they were put in, like, labor camps, and then from there they had to escape to America for a better future. So um, I'm a first-generation American, and I love it. I love America. It's a great place. Let's see. I decided to do this podcast because I, I feel like I have some things that I want to say about diversity here at BYU. I feel like people just, I don't know who's listening, but America, I say, hey. But I, I just want to share my voice and, like, have this platform um, talk about my experience here at BYU. It's been overall great. I love it. I honestly, I feel in terms of my experience here at BYU, like, I haven't had any confrontations with diversity. I mean, I could remember, like, a few moments where I'm like, what the heck just happened? I think that's why I came to this podcast is just to kind of talk about my experience and to talk about all the good and bad things that I've seen here at BYU in terms of diversity. Yeah, that's super exciting. That's kind of um, a big deal for us here just because I I feel that on campus we don't really see a lot of diversity, especially in the School of Communications where eventually we'll be going off into careers like, you know, digital marketing, public relations, advertising, mm-hmm. um, broadcast, and there's a lot of social issues that kind of um, incorporate that. But today specifically – we want to kind of go on a day-to-day basis on something, on a topic that at BYU is so prevalent, and that's dating. Ooh, ooh um, the D word. You said that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, so, Spencer, um, what has your experience been here at BYU with dating? Um, honestly, I haven't really dated a lot here at BYU, but I think my experience has overall been, like, fairly good. I would say that there are some weird times where, like, people fetishize, fetish, fetish, how do you say that word? Fetishize? Yeah, fetishize me, where they're like, oh, I am super into Asians, or like, oh, I just served my mission in Cambodia, and you have that Asian look, like, would you like to date me? And I'm like, uh, you're freak, like, get away from me, like, but I think, like, in terms of dating culture here at BYU, I think it's much more than race. I think there's a lot of, you date for three months, and then you get engaged the fourth month and then you get married the sixth month and by your year you're having like your first kid and i think with that culture makes with race it's like a weird dynamic if that makes sense you probably experienced it too though right yeah no for sure yeah. i yeah i think the dating culture here definitely is 
interesting just because you can be classified into so many different things. Like you oh, can be for the sure. you can be the fetish dater where you date, you know, the ethnic yeah, um, the ethnicity just, that you served yeah. in. You're just swiping right yeah. on people that are just <laughs> like brown, you know. Yeah. My gosh. Um, then I think there's um, the serial daters that pretty much just date anyone, like for like a hot, right. for a hot week. <laughs> and it's right. like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm good. Oh, man. And then it's like, you know, the dating for marriage for Ring by Spring, you know? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you got those people. And yeah, I mean, I guess for me, like kind of what you were saying, um, I usually only go on dates with girls that serve Spanish speaking. Why for- is that? Why I don't is know. That? <laughs> Because, like, do you ask them before, like, hey, where'd you serve your mission? Like, No, I think that's, like, later on in the conversation where it's, like, oh, um, so where did you, so did you serve your mission? It's like, yeah. It's like, oh, where'd you serve? Well, Ecuador. I'm like, of course you did. So that's just that's by coincidence what? that they've apparently served in, like, some Latin-speaking country. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I feel like maybe, I mean, I <laughs> So you got them fetish <laughs> before. That's so weird. Okay. Oh. Keep going. Um. Yeah, well, so why do you think, Um. do you think it's difficult then, in, like, seeing how your experience has been, do you think it's difficult for other minorities here at BYU for, da- for their dating lives? Oh, for sure. I think, especially with BYU, there's, like, a certain type that you want. There's nothing wrong with having a type, but, like, for example, we had that diversity forum here mm-hmm. a couple months back, and Egypt talked about how she's an African-American woman and how she had struggles trying to find other people who would be interested in african-american women like specifically and i've and i've actually like related that a lot to her because for me i'm just like an asian american male like most of the things that i hear are like oh the haves are hot like half asian half white like that's where it's at that's you're they're so gorgeous let me have your babies (laughs) and i'm just like well what about full they're like well you're all right i'm like okay like of course, I don't have a nose. Like, I know that. Of course, my eyes are a little bit, like, you know, different. I'm not going to say it on podcast. I don't know who this is going out to, but I'm not going to say it on here. You know, like, I, I don't have those, like, quote-unquote white features that, like, people want. And it's weird because they don't, like, only want as, like, an attraction thing. They want it also in their children. Yeah. Especially here at BYU because, like, families are forever yay primary you know like that's been taught to us ever since we were little i don't have those features that (laughs) that sounds really weird that are quote-unquote like baby making worthy if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. no so here's so here's a question that i just thought of as well was so what's what's the difference for you like where's that line that goes from having a type and for it to being kind of racist oh that's a good that's a good question i feel like if you are not open to dating other people just because of their looks, I think that's racism. If you're just judging a book by the cover, honey, like, that book is going to be ratter-tattered, like, six years down the line. So, like, looks aren't everything. You have to go past that first, here's how I am, like, appearance-wise. And, of course, if you look frumpy or, like, look janky, like, I'm not going to be... But, like, if if you're just judging your decision based on race... I know for sure that's racism because you're making like assumptions before you're getting to know the person. Yeah, because like when you said type, it's like some people have a type and that's fine. Mm-hmm. And for me, when I hear type, I hear I think of short, tall, you know, athletic, yes. thin, yes. curvy. You know, yes. that's what I think of uh-huh. um, having a type. Or like maybe you like the more quirky girls or the more nerdy boys or you know the uh-huh. jockish um, kind of people. But I f- I don't know if you feel this way, but 
I feel like people have now lumped in race with type. Oh, like that's, that's not point. my like that's not my oh I'm not really into like Hispanics. I'm not really into black girls. Like yeah. and and these are and I just want to know like are these things that you feel like you've heard or you think are true? Oh for sure. For sure. I, yeah, I've definitely heard those things where it's like, oh, I only I like I want to date a tall Asian man. Oh, Spencer, like you're tall and Asian. Like, ooh, you fit that. <laughs> just like thank you first of all for being attracted to me, but like I feel like there's a lot more to that like to me than just how I look and I feel like what I lack in the physical department (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) I make up in my personality you know like and I feel like especially in this day and age where they judge you like before they even know you resumes are a wonderful example of this where it's it's almost taboo to put your photo on your resume you don't want people to judge you according on based on how you look and I feel like that's that's something as society that we should definitely improve on, where we're not judged based on how we look, or we're just trying to meet some minority quota. We're we're actually trying to get like good, like hardworking people into the company. I think that is definitely something that we need to focus on in America. Sorry, that was like a really weird tangent. But no, like, <laughs> no, it was good. But was I think good. that's it's... where it stems from. It's yeah. like no, I and I and I totally agree. I think a lot of it is. Um, like they say, you know, like oh, more attractive people are more like prone to getting a job than someone who isn't as attractive. I hate that. I so hate it's like, that. And I, I think a lot of the times, like like what we we're saying is is that 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 line that mm-hmm. line is skewed of like type and like racism. It's like maybe you like oh, he's really attractive and he's mm-hmm. all and all of them are white. You know, they're all these really attractive white dudes. And it's like why, mm-hmm. why don't you have attractive Hispanic dudes? Oh, that that's just not my type. Like, mm, yeah. I think that's kind of racist then. Like for sure. For sure. Yeah, so... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Good discussion. We're getting in deep I right now. I, yeah. I just I just really want to get to the root of these things, you know, what other people think. Let's get to the root. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to the root. Um, so I was also... I was, um, I was thinking about this. I was walking on campus, um, and I see a lot of people um, kind of... Say, I, I don't know. I've, I've heard people say here and there, oh, I think... It's super attractive when an ethnic person thinks I'm attractive, but it's intimidating to me. So I just like date the white boy or date the white girl. Like, did you have an experience with this? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I had, so I, yes, I had someone come up to me once and said, um, "Yeah, um, I think you're really attractive, and I like, I'm totally flattered that I that you think I'm that I'm you think I'm cute because you're ethnic, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, I think I'm gonna marry a white boy. Like in my brain." I'm marrying a white boy. People are sick. And <laughs> that's so I'm just up. like it's like what do you think what like do you think that's a real thing though like psychologically like these like most of these students have grown up in areas where predominantly there are white people. Yeah. So do you think psychologically that's also a thing? I think so, but I think the wonderful thing that differentiates like BYU from other colleges is that like we all have served in like missions and like the culture here is not whitewashed, I would say. Like, right. I would say that in terms of, like, racism, I think we're pretty aware. But in terms of what we do when we see racism happen, that's an area of improvement that I've seen or that we could actually happen here at BYU. Honestly, if I heard that, I'd be, like, I'd tell them to knock it off. Like, this is 2019, people. Like, people are interracial like relationships is on like its ultimate high right now 
And if you're just going to say, like, I'm just going to marry a white man because I grew up in Utah. I mean, most like, but Utah's a great example where they're like great Hispanics, like, you know, in Provo. And like, there's, there's African Americans, there's Asians, like by West Valley, you know, that's where I go to yes, get my West Valley. Yeah, you know what I mean? Progressively turning into a society where like race, it's going to be everywhere. Like whether we like it or not. I feel like if, if you're just confined to that box thing i'm gonna just marry a white person or i'm just gonna marry like this even goes brown people as well i'm gonna say it brown people <laughs> like this goes for me as well i i'm gonna like date like white people i'm gonna date like african-american people like i it's okay to have that like inclination to say oh like that's my type i like white people but at the end of the day if, if that's your determining factor on who you're gonna marry that's really messed up and that's just my take. Like, that's my wish, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, go, like touching on that now, yeah. like, uh, uh, being members of the church, like, a lot of the times, that's who we're dating. We want to date people, other members of the church because we yeah. can get, then get married in the temple. Do you think that um, that mentality is also skews in with the whole race thing? Like, do you think that... that I mean... Because technically, yeah. we are. that's what we're doing. We're, we're completely alienating the idea of dating... Jewish people or Muslim people yeah. or Catholics or um, atheist people just because mm. we can't have that, like, quote-unquote happy ending of an eternal family or a temple marriage. Like, do you think that kind of helps or, like, kind of skews our thoughts as well with race of, like, oh, well, then I'm just going to marry someone I already know? That's a good question because I never really thought about that. Growing up, like, my family, like, they're inactive now and they, they're, like, totally happy with their lives and... I, I mean, I do bicker with my, like, dad and my mom sometimes, but, like, what else is new with the family, right? I, <laughs> especially, like, you know, with Asian parents, they have such a high standard mm-hmm. compared to my friend's parents where it's, like, I have to become a doctor, and I'm not becoming a doctor. Like, they're, they're they do struggle with that idea. And I feel like I want America to know. <laughs> America, are you listening? America, listen up. I want America to know that there are so many great people, no matter what race or religion you're from. I, okay, let me explain this experience because, yes, tell me, tell me. okay, so our girl Becca, you know Becca, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so we went down to Mexico for my first time, Tijuana. Oh, yeah. It was so, okay, honestly, one of the best trips of my life. But to be honest, I've never grown up in a lot in American culture. And you just thought we were all beautiful. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. Like, the culture was beautiful. The food was amazing. The people were so hospitable. And to be honest, I I was a little prejudiced against, like, Latin Americans. I've heard so many, like, bad things about Tijuana. Like, I'm going to be sold into the sex trade. And oh, my God. I'm going to yeah. be, like... I mean... Like, there's so many drugs that happen yeah. there. And, like, that whole, like, the wall thing... U.S. soldiers were, like, shooting at people just because they wanted to, like, get a better life. And I'm like, you know, what escalated to that point? Like, there's always two sides of the story. Like, I'm not saying America was bad or, you know. Oh, yeah. We'll hold that on the table for my next (laughs) session, y'all. Hopefully I get invited back. But I'm just saying, like, if I had that prejudice where I'm like, oh, Mexico, like, Mexicans. Like, I'm already turned off by that idea. And I wasn't, like, open to see, like, all... 
one thing I love about Latin American culture, y'all hug each other. Yes, we always hug. We always kiss on the cheek when yeah. we say hi. There's the besos. Yeah. That's the French. But <laughs> yeah. No, besos is Spanish. Spanish okay. yes. yeah. <laughs> my bad. That's the bijou. <laughs> well, oh my gosh. You can tell how cultured I am. Um, but like, like friends who haven't seen each other for like maybe an hour. Like they'll go oh, up yeah. and be like, oh my gosh, like how are you? Like buenos dias. Like, you know, like that's that's something I love. In the Asian household, it's like you bow. Oh shit! Like bring honor to us all. Like Mulan. <laughs> <Mulan. laughs> but what I mean, I'm though? serious. Like, like there's that. That's like that mentality. You know, if if sorry, I'm. I have a point. I promise. But like, if I was turned off to that idea, I'm not going to go on this trip because I don't like Mexicans or I don't like Latin America. I would have not experienced such a great time and learned from such a great and honest good people. I think there's so much potential that we can learn from each other and celebrate it with each other. I'm not saying like racism is something that we should like ignore and be like, oh, this is taboo. Never talk about racism. I think I've said this before in the diversity panel, but we should celebrate each other. Yeah, there might be, like all families, there might be some things where we don't disagree with, right, for sure. But there's there are countless things that we can definitely celebrate and learn from each other in. And I feel like that's, with that mixed with, oh, I'm just going to marry like an LDS person. There are many religions out there and there are many great religions that if you're just turned off by the idea of like, oh, it's not Mormon, so I'm not going to look into it. Which, of course, I I love being LDS. I was just like focused on that and not willing to like say, okay, what are some good things about Catholicism that does like apply to being a the Church of Jesus, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. <laughs> what does that entail? You know. No, but, yeah. I, sorry, that was a really long answer. No, no, I I completely agree. Growing up in New York, I there were there were every types of people like that. Oh, I imagine that I How's came the food, across. By the way, oh, it's really good. Sorry, side tangent. No. Okay, okay. No, really good. No, so like I went to middle school with with people who were Bengali, Pakistani who were Korean, who were Japanese, who mm-hmm. were Hispanic. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying Hispanic like, oh, we Hispanic. No, they were girls who were like, I am like Cuban, Chilean, Dominican, Puerto Rican, and get it right, you know? Like, they wow. knew every single quarter of what they were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, they all knew. All four of them. Yeah, all four of them. And they, they just knew. And they celebrated that. I remember um, at a state conference, actually, um, our state president were talk- was talking about a family of of Jewish a Jewish family that he was friends with, mm-hmm. and used them as an example over the pulpit and how we could be more like them. And I just remember growing up. That's super dope. Like yeah, and I just That's remember really growing dope. up with with this mentality of, oh, we are we are all different, but we all like pretty much like function the same, and we're all children of God. Mm-hmm. I think that culture shock really came to me when I came to BYU, and I realized, oh, freak, like. I guess I am a minority because I didn't know I was. I really mm-hmm. didn't. And then when I came out here, oh, everyone's like white. Yeah. All right, I see some Hispanics over there. Like, what's up? Oh, never mind. You won't talk to me, right? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm like half and half, not oh like my real. Gosh, yeah. Um, you know, and I just, I think there's just there was just like this shift, mm-hmm. and I think that in my dating life, you know, is what I've seen as well. Is kind of like, mm. oh. Like, I don't go on as many dates. Like, yeah. there aren't as many girls, like, lining up, like, oh, my gosh, like, he was the cutest boy at the party. I know. Like, can it's I get always, like, number? that tall white yes, kid. Yes, exactly. It's always that tall white kid. Whether he's skinny, whether he's buff, it doesn't even matter. But he's always tall and white. They got that face. You know, that that look. That Provo look. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? 
I mean, it's great. No, it, it yeah, and you know, and, and, I'm, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I'm friends with some of them. That's yeah, the funny thing, yeah, you know. Yeah. Like I'm friends with someone who literally, wherever I go, he's literally just tall and skinny, and not even like he's a five hundred on the right. You know, you're right. Girls be like, oh, he's the cute one. I'm like, ew. I hate that. Like, you know, in the like, friend group, I, yeah, all, like, the yeah. duff. Yeah. I always get that title. Yeah, I like, am the duff. Why is that? I don't. Yeah, I. Ah, that needs to end. I know. America, <laughs> Spencer Norwalk is open, not the duff. <laughs> Open up BYU, Open like, up, BYU. like y'all need to understand, like, there are some beautiful <laughs> ethnic people out there. I'm not saying, white people are beautiful, you know, I'm not saying they're not. And I'm also saying, like, I'm not a 10. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm not a 10 either, I'm but. I'm about a 5.5 uh, on the Richter scale. No, no, here's the thing, here's the thing. There's a girl who has said to me, Hector, you just scaled differently, who legitimately said, and this was a girl that what I was, like, going on it, dates is with. Is an no, no, she was like, you are scaled differently. Oh because you can't be you can't be ranked with the white Provo boys because you're Hispanic. So on a Hispanic scale, you're like an you. eight or a nine. She said Yeah, that but, you. like, in BYU Provo, like, you wouldn't be as high because of the white boys. And I'm like, what? Excuse me? I am very attractive. How I have Asians great... play into that scale? I don't Homegirl, if you're listening to this, can you slip into my DMs and send me that scale? Because I'm really interested in what that looks like. Actually, a BYU student um, was talking about this. So what happens when you actually ask out an ethnic person? This is a great question. So um, some BYU students have commented that that the whole, like, I've just had an awkward experience with people talking about, like, where are you from? And they don't like assuming their race or the restrictions on the dating. Like, what advice would you give, Spencer? to those students on kind of that whole awkward experience of, like, asking, where are you from yeah. on a date? Or maybe, like, wanting to open up to dating ethnic people without having it be a fetish. Yeah. I think there's a couple of thoughts that I have. If I hope the goal of this podcast is just to say, like, oh, is it because I'm Asian? Like, oh, is it because I'm Latin? Oh, that's not, that's not what we're trying to do. Right. I feel like we just have to be... Like, don't ask me out. Well, I'm not going to ask you out as a pity date because that, yeah. I feel like, is more of a slap in the face to mm-hmm. both parties. Yes. But what I'm saying is if you got a fetish, keep it to yourself. Yeah, I feel, yeah, like, you shouldn't advertise that. That is a, the number one. And I say this in the fetish, meaning, like, oh, I'm only into Asian guys. Like, until, like, you get to know me and, like, we're on that level where – because I think it's kind of funny, you know, like, like, oh, you like the brown dudes, eh? Like, yeah. oh, that's all you go out with. Or, oh, you like the white dude. Only seeking people who are, that fit that filter, fit that mold. I feel like that's, that's the, we need to stop that. And as, like, a dating culture, I feel like we just have to figure out what does a first date mean. Mm-hmm. A first date, in my eyes, is like, I'm just trying to get to know you more than just your looks. You know, and if I, if like, obviously, this is just my rule. I'm not gonna ask you. I'm gonna ask you on a date if I am attracted to you. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you accept. Not just to go on a date. Just because I don't got money. That's true. I don't got That's like true. so delicious. It's six dollars plus that cookie plus two drinks at twenty four ounce. Wow, yeah, that is. And six, I just added that up. I was like, dang. You, you know, you're I, right, you're I'm right. regular. Shout out to So Delicious. <laughs> Please sponsor us. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but like you know like I'm not gonna and plus I'm such a busy guy I don't have time to go out 
ask I hate that dating quota like concept where like oh I'm gonna get how many dates a week you got? how many dates a week I'm gonna yeah. get because like that's that's not I'm more of a quality more than quantity yeah no I, I I completely agree like some people have that quantity where I'm gonna oh I'm gonna date every single color of the rainbow within this month that's also a bad idea because like if you're just basing your dating choices on race that is where I think where we can improve. The determining factor of when you ask out someone who is not... But, like, if I'm asking out a white girl, I, I, I genuinely think because you're pretty as, like, an individual, not because of your race. Yeah. That makes sense. And so, yeah, so going back on that a little bit mm-hmm. is... So how do you think people should ask? Because, like, I, I've had... There was another question that came in from the forum that we I kind of want to address too um, was how do I refer to someone you know without calling them like oh that brown person over there or that uh-huh. black girl over uh-huh. there like like how do you th- what what do you think is a better way or is there a better way of like singling out those people and when you do like asking them like oh hey what's up so like where are you from yeah I feel a very pa- <clears throat> I'm very passionate about this topic because when I get asked that question they I say Seattle Washington. Right, right. And I say the, New York. New York, right? right? And then they're like, oh, but where are you really from? I'm like, you mean my, my family? Like, my ancestry? <laughs> like, like, what? Are you trying to find out, like, my like myancestry.com? Yeah, let's pull up that app and see how many cousins we got. None. Okay, thank you, next. <laughs> um, but, like, I think it's okay to ask, like, hey, you're Asian. I... No, no, don't say that. Hold on. <laughs> no, I'm trying to. I'm trying, to, I'm trying cause, to see. Because we got we got Filipinos that get called if they're Hispanic. That's true. I would say like if it's the first thing you ask me, I'm gonna be automatically like, turned off. Yeah, like check if if no. we're like in a social gathering and you're like, okay, so like what are you? Don't oh, don't say that. Yes, don't say that, what. I've gotten that question too. What what are you? You're not a what. We are not a what. Okay, mm. <laughs> race is not a what. You probably could phrase it better, but like I would, I would get to know the person first mm-hmm. and say, "Hey, like, um, how's growing up in your family? You know, Seattle, Washington. Like, oh, did, have you lived there your whole life?" And actually get to know me, and then I don't mind being asked, like, "Hey, what's your nationality?" By the way, yeah, like that's totally fine. That's that's my take. Is like ultimately get to know me first, and then ask what my nationality is. Yeah, I thank you so much. Yeah, I. I definitely agree with all that, and I hope that that was... America. <laughs> Listen up, America. Like, <laughs> and I hope that student, you know, um, he that he or she does listen to this. Maybe it does help, you know, on how they... Or how the students in general can approach this, and if they really do want to expand dating horizons yeah. to the ethnic students at the, on this campus. And I honestly, like, this is just a shout-out. Like, if you have, like, someone that's your, that you're really close with, who is a minority, ask them about it. Like, like be, of course, like, they should be, like, more than just an acquaintance. If you're really good friends with them, I, I don't represent all of Asian America. Like, that right. is ridiculous. I represent Spencer in, like, my experience. But I'm close with Hector. I'm going to ask Hector, like, hey, in Latin culture, how should I greet your family? Hey, like, there are just weird cultural things that I don't understand that maybe you can help me out with. And I feel like we're on that level that we can't talk right. about that thing. But yeah. if, if I didn't know you and you're like, hey, yo, should I bow to your grandma or not? <laughs> I'd be like, uh... Yes. 
Yes, on all fours. fours. Like, and then, and then click, kiss her feet. In the west position. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to mess with you, but like, yeah. yeah, that's my take. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, well, we just want to thank you again. I think we're out Are of we time. Are we done? I think we're out of time Oh, here. my gosh. That was so fast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, But thank you so much for your insights, Spencer, and comments. Um, We really appreciate you coming on and um, being able to share this with us because it's good that we're able to talk about it, you mm-hmm. know, and, and that students are able to listen and really get our perspective or at least, like, different people's perspective, you know? Yeah. So now, BYU, we encourage you to also open up about issues regarding diversity and inclusion on campus. DM our Instagram page. It's called Open Up BYU. If you have questions or suggestions for our podcast, um, if you have interest in maybe coming on and or, like, get some good insights, please use our hashtag, hashtag Open Up BYU. Also, there's a book that um, is called Diverse Voices, Profiles and Leadership. It's, it's an amazing book. It, it kind of talks about career of communications, which is PR, advertising, broadcasting, news media, digital marketing, and, and professionals in this working force. And you can DM us or go to the link on our bio <clears throat> if you're interested in ordering a book. So please, with any questions, try, try and stay involved. And, and we really want to talk to all you um, communication students and um, students who are thinking about the communications program and how in reality you guys can make a difference in, in this career and how we need more representation, honestly. Like more and more, this country is, is getting a lot more diverse and we need representation in, in what public relations is and what advertising is and in journalism and we need those insights. So um, thank you again and open up BYU. Yes, swipe up America. <laughs> <laughs>